This is the Concourse Club, the best warm-up for your weekend of football. My name is Fraser and joining me today are non-league football writer Jimmy. Hello. And the man who is regretting more and more and more his prediction that Darwin Nunes will be player of the season is Fez. Yep, very funny. Hello. Nice one. Good, uh, good week, boys? Yeah, cracking week, mate. Rangers yeah. didn't get knocked out of the Champions League just yet. Saints won. Wimbledon didn't lose. It's Everything's coming up, Jimmy. I thought Wimbledon won. Well, they won last night, but they, they drew 0-0 in the... Well, it was a replay they won last night. They What's... drew 0-0 on Saturday. They can't score goals at home because teams sit like ridiculously deep against them because they're just happy to get a point. And yeah, yeah it just doesn't work out. Um, we've got a jam-packed show for you today. Uh, kicking off with Wank of the Week. A look at the pricks from the footballing world from this last week. Followed by Fancy Fives, in which we pick an all-star Premier League five-star team to tackle a given situation. Uh, last few weeks, we've had running a restaurant, running a radio station, and running an F1 team. And finally, we go to Aka Chatter, our weekly accumulated challenge. Right, so we're going to start this week with Wank of the Week. This is, of course, the week in which the three of us will pick a player or team this week who has let themselves down. Uh, we'll decide together as to which person out of the half three suggestions deserves to be crowned Wank of the Week. Um, and, and they'll qualify for Wank of the Season. Was that what we agreed last week? Yeah, yeah, you're then in the yeah, you've qualified then and you can it was be the, it was the Mason it was the Mason Greenwood Award. That was the Mason Greenwood yeah, Award Wank yeah. of the season. Um to which they'll get a trophy and a crisp tampon note to their door. Um Jimmy, would you like to introduce this week's rank of the week? Yeah, I will. So we'll uh, start as we do every week with the wheel of wanker and find out which one of us is uh, making our nomination first. So uh, bear with me, chaps. Drum roll please. Excellent, excellent it's me, boys. Oh, go on then. It's me. Right. So, my wanker of the week, pretty obvious one. He got an honourable mention last week. So, you know, I've had my eye on him all week, thinking, what's this saucy little devil doing? Uh, it's Louis Rubiales. He was, uh, he, he lipsed Jenny Hermoso after the uh, Women's World Cup final. He lipsed. He did, yeah, yeah. Without consent, I should mention as well. That's what makes it worse. I think that's that's yeah. the point. That's the point to drive home is that the fact it was pure. It was just, yeah, yeah. Because some people have compared it to um, some people have compared it to Casillas ki- kissing a reporter off after the men's World Cup like a decade ago. But he was actually in a relationship with that woman, so I feel like it's not comparable. Yeah, not at all. in any was, way, shape, or form. This was like a really, really bad indictment on the Spanish FA because it was. Uh, she's come out and said that she made her feel really uncomfortable. And if you look, if anyone see the video, it looks really uncomfortable. Like yeah. that, that's a bad thing to do. And he's already disrespected, as we mentioned in the episode last week. Like he's disrespected or ignored the opinion of his players previously on things to do with the manager. So it just seems like he's a, a dodgy bloke with very little respect, if any respect, for women. So he is my wanker of the week. Yeah, cancer number one. So who, who's next? What, oh, mate? You've got. I need some drum rolls first of all. Need some drum rolls. Oh. Oh. It's Fraser. Excellent. Um, I've been lost two weeks in a row now. Well, Wheeler Wanker just doesn't like you, mate. Because I'm not the biggest wanker in. Oh, maybe. That's up for debate. <laughs> right, so I think one's slightly left field there, but I think it's worth saying. Uh, so my nomination this week is the uh, twat who pitch invaded at the Women's World Cup final. 
Fair enough. I've got there's, ma- there's many reasons for this. I'd like to let's go in detail with them. Uh, first, first of all, if you're going to protest something, not, let let's, let alone the fact he's ruining like the biggest days in some of these girls' lives, he's trying to take the attention well, to, <laughs> and he's trying well, to take the attention away from like the event itself. Let's let's put that aside. It's the cause he done it for. So he done it, ran on, ran on um, the pitch for a shirt change. Stop put that free Ukraine. And I'm thinking, so what, what do you want people to do? Is your goal for people in the Ukrainian trenches going? Oh shit! Yeah, I'm meant to be fighting him. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> like, what, I what, imagine what, was... what he was actually hoping was that it would gain national awareness, and then the people and residents of countries who aren't necessarily supporting the cause in Ukraine would then pressure their government into giving Ukraine more support. I yeah. imagine that's what his intention was. I don't think he was pitch invading uh, to boost the morale of the troops in the trenches. No, no I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying it was a bit of a. I I just think like. If you're the countries that are watching that women's world cup final are predominantly NATO members, let's be honest, who are contributing like their governments are doing a lot for Ukraine. I don't, I, I don't get what, what more he's asking to do, to be honest, without like sparking World War Three. And second of all, my issue is with the shirt itself. Is it instead of like stop Putin or something like that? It's stop Putler. Uh, Putler obviously being like a, a reference that a Hitler, but doesn't doesn't work as like a ship name. No, those, no, yeah, I those agree two names. It. Those two names have got nothing in common. Like, Maybe look, he... look, look at the famous ship names like Brangelina works because it's got like there's at least some letters similar. That's just a hash. That's absolute hash for name. I had a re- look into it, and the word put is like a German creation. I think that is oh. classically German. That is purely functional. No comedy involved whatsoever. Just jam two things together and see what happens. I get, I get, maybe I get he's trying to raise, raise awareness for Ukraine, but one is this platform to do it. Two is he doing it to the right audience. But I don't, maybe, I, I, maybe. I, 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 don't, I just think it was. I just, I just think it was. I just think it was a really sort of vacuous act. I think he try, he's trying to take away attention. Yeah, from... I, th- I must admit, I think Putin on a Sunday morning had nothing better to do than to watch the uh, women's World Cup final. He I'm, loves I'm, it. He's I'm, a I'm, big I'm, fan I'm, of the England women. I've heard all, 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 he all the all the Russians, all, all the Russians are fucking there, going. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, he's right. Now we are bastards. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's just one of those things. It's such a sort of nonchalant, vague message. Uh, it's got no real sort of purpose. Well, it's got a purpose. It's got like a poorly thought purpose. I just don't see the point in. Uh, just trying to what well, I don't see the point in evading the pitch, try and promote an idea that I think 95% of the world agree with. Oh, at least it doesn't work for Extinction Rebellion. Well, no, but yeah, that, that's that's more like that's that sort of from their point of view makes sense because it's like a 50 50 thing. Whereas from his point of view, like who who in the world is going, ah, I probably won't bother other than Russians. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean, though? Stop, stop Putin, such a nonsense sort of thing to say. Anyway, that's that's my little rant over. Um, all right. Fair I think we... we don't need to go to the wheel of wanker. I think I we think all we know should that... anyway. <laughs> okay, mate. It's Fez. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Who'd have thought? I've lost money on that one. <laughs> right. Well, I won't lie. I've had two two thoughts all week. I could have gone back to the women's world cup and gone for the referee who ruined it for everyone. I feel she was a bit of, she was a bit one sided and she was probably Spanish. But she wasn't. She was American. Anyway, but the actual wanker I'm going for this week is none other than Brazilian Ireland midfielder, Lucas Pacatar. Oh, great shout. What a wanker. Build, 
putting on bets of his move to Man City happening and other bookings and fouls and stuff happening during his games and then proceeding to do to actually make the bookings happen. Like, what a wanker. Can I just say, I respect it. The game's a game. Game's a game. You have got to make a bit of money, but not by putting out the maximum on every single... It's not about he wants to make a bit of money. He's a millionaire footballer. And he's, 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 always, always he's watched he's watched the concourse club, watched Daka Chatter and thought, I fancy a bit of that. I've heard the big box bucks those boys are making. I want my cut of the pie. Just who can blame him? Just wait to mark this week. It's um Lucas Paquetta, gold in the sixty-fourth minute, yellow card in twenty third, he's got a foul coming in the twelfth. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good authority. It now I've got someone on the inside, yeah. Can I just say, I, when, when Kieran Trippier did it, I respected it. I thought it was good, good chap. He didn't, so, do, it, he didn't do it himself. That was his mates who done it. He gave him yeah, his mates for yeah, them to make money. Yeah. It, was, it was a self It's a bit like um, Kieran Trippier doing it when, for his move to Atletico Madrid. Oh, yeah, we literally sake. just said what, the, that what are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> Did you actually say that? I didn't hear you say that. Yeah, we've just, had a, we've just had a conversation about it, you donor. I thought yeah. you said Kieran Tierney. Oh, I think I did, actually. Oh, shit, did you? I think I did, yeah. I meant Trippier, but I think I may have said Tierney. Ah, uh, right. No, never mind then. We'll let you yeah, off. Get we'll to fuck. No, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not get to fuck. You should, have re- you should have really picked up the context of what we were talking about. No. Yeah, I did say it moved to Atletico Madrid as well. So like, right. Oh. So now is the time where we have to vote on who's the biggest wanker. So the nominations this week are uh, Dick Dickhead Pitch Invader, Invader, Invader. We've got um, very very uncomfortable Spanish FA presidents. Or we've got well, he was um, uncomfortable. The woman was. Oh no, I I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> think the adjective to have yours, mate. <laughs> and we've got Betty and Pacatar. So. I reckon on the case that, although I generally think the bloke who made the pitch is a fucking wanker, um, you cannot be nominated one week and then not win it the next. Yeah, yeah, I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be the dodgy geezer that's lips in people. I think yeah. for two, if if you if you're gonna be at least nominated for the week two weeks in a row, you deserve to be on it as a recognition <laughs> yeah. of your dickheadness. Do you know what? You can question his integrity. Uh, and all of that sort of jazz, but you cannot question his consistency. Yeah. Say what you will about that man, but boy, he was desperate to win Wanker of the Week. So what was his name? Uh, I had it up, didn't I? I did say it. I've forgotten it. Oh, this has got to be cut. This is embarrassing. Why did you call me out like that? <laughs> you fucking bellend. You've stitched me right up. I didn't even mean that. Like, I genuinely didn't even mean to. Louis Rubiales. Louis Rubiales. Congratulations, Louis Rubiales. You are our wanker of the week. What a wanker. We didn't, didn't agree to that. We did not agree to that. Keep it in and make him look like a bell end. Oh, no, I'm Does going to do it anyway. Let's say it in. <laughs> Does it work, though? We did not agree to that. But does it work though? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I like it was very soccer AM. I can imagine them having like a button that did it. Like it did feel very soccer AM. It did. It did feel very soccer AM. Um, yes, yeah, so that All was. Right, our... That's what everyone loves. Everyone loves soccer AM. Yeah. No, I'm not saying fuck. it's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Get to fuck. We're not disagreeing with you. You're really just arguing with yourself, mate. We didn't agree. We didn't agree on problem. We didn't agree on. Fuck off, Fraser. 
We didn't agree on it. I had Tyrese's back in this one. Didn't agree on it. it came out of nowhere. That was it. Just as it works. Okay, and we now move on to Fancy Fives. This is, of course, the challenge in which we have to pick a five-a-side Premier League team for a given hypothetical situation. Last week, of course, we decided which Premier League players would be best for a Formula 1 team or which was to run it. So we had two drivers. We had all sorts of backroom staff. Um, a couple of belts come out of that. Um, give, it, give us a list on TikTok or YouTube Shorts for that. Plenty of clips up in there. Uh, this week, it's my go to set things up. Are you boys ready? Yeah, take it away, man. Right, here we go. So as a response to the controversy last week, and in a bid not to have James Milner on the side, James Milner has been shot. The Premier League is leading the investigation <laughs> and has asked you to pick a team of five to help solve the crime. You can pick the special teams your team has, and the team can be made up of past or present Premier League players. Right, Fraser, if you want to prepare yourself, I've got a spokesperson, forensic, two interrogators, and an officer first response. Okay. Just if you want to write it down so you know who's doing what. Um, right, give me two seconds. Right, the rules I've got is I haven't been that specific. I've got a, like a leader, like a main guy. leader, yep. Right, I've got my forensics man. I've got my rogue cop. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> and the straight man to go alongside him. <laughs> what you done? You've watched fucking one episode of NCIS and gone, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> and then I've got my, like, criminal expert. <laughs> right, I'm ready whenever you are. <laughs> I know he's gone for that as well. I know he's gone. For, I know he's a correct that. That's brilliant. I don't but think you do. I definitely do. I think no. I think he's in there, but I don't think he's in there where you think he is. <laughs> there's one of that. There's one of eight you've got that you could have gone for, and there's two names that would have stuck out in your list. Right. So, who would like to start? I can if you want. Go on, Fez. So leaning off. Okay, so in my crack team to solve this James Milner invest death investigation, my Shooting officer. He's been shot. He's not. He's been shot. Yeah. But my officer will be Jordan Henderson. Sensible, head screwed on, can keep the crowd away. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't you think he's a little bit too close to the perpetrator or the the victim? Rather, he's going to be. His mind's going to be all over the place. No, because he's sensible, he's level-headed, and I think he'll stay switched on during the case. And then, <laughs> and then once it's happened, once you've solved it, he'll just sort of go, oh, it's a bit sad, Sorry, and move I, on. Sorry, have you mistaken this for an interview? No. Right, OK, Jimmy? Right, I've swapped my roles. I've swapped who's in what role, because there's just two people needed swapping around because they were in the wrong place. So I'll just give you my nice, pretty boring one to begin with, uh, my leader. Absolute leader of men. He's going to be senior. He's much older than all the other players. Uh, at Portsmouth legend, Tony Adams. Right, okay. That's not about chat, actually. Um, Just, I can imagine him in a policeman's uniform. Like, he gives me very much, like, policeman vibes. And he loves a booze up. So, yeah, he's, like, old school copper. He's like, old school sort of 70 yeah, sort of Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. 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 Is he gonna have? Is he gonna have Jordan Henderson's level head though? 
he doesn't need it when you hear the rest of my team, mate. I've got a straight man in my team, as I'm sure you're going to leave in what I said earlier about whose roles are what. I have got a straight man that will be coming later and they'll be sort of the boring, just, you know, run-of-the-mill bloke. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Fez, who's your next person? Uh, I can do both my investigation investigators if you want. Okay, go for it, mate. I've gone for good cop, bad cop. Brilliant. Here we go. One of them's going to get inside your head and rattle you up. Right. The other one's going to keep the investigations nice and steady. So the good cop is Frank Lampard. Okay. Quite sensible, level-headed. And the uh, bad cop, he's going to shit you up. He's going to get you scared. I've gone for Joey Barton. Oh, that's really good. Oh, that. I like that. No, that's, that's, good. that's a good pick, that. That's a good pick. Have you lead into, are you leading into Joey Barton's um, criminal past, are you? Well, he's he's a changed man. So no, no, you're not. <laughs> no, he's not abusing the fact that that could really help his case. Brilliant. Right. Fair enough. No, I'd say yeah, both, both very, very good selections. Frank Lampard's extremely sensible. Joey Barton, yeah, sure. Um, go on, Jim. So to count you've gone good cop, bad cop, I'll give you my rogue cop and my straight cop. So my rogue cop was someone else who I'll mention later. Um, I'll give you him in a bit. So I'll give you, I've changed my rogue cop. This was originally going to be my criminal guy, but I realised I don't think he was actually ever criminally charged. Um, so my rogue cop is Colo Torre. Um, he's had misdemeanours, drug-related misdemeanours. And I don't know if you know this, but Milner was involved in some uh, drug-related crime previously. Um, in this fantasy scenario, and we believe it's gang-related, uh, his murder. So we wanted a man who knows the gang personally, um, has some work with the cop, you know, he's, he's in and around it. Big Colo Torre. Sorry, have you just made up your own scenario? Yeah, Milner was shot by a gang who no, were believed no, to be involved no, in drugs. No, we, don't, <laughs> no, we, we don't know that, though. We don't know that, though. That's what, the old point is we to find that out. Yeah, but no, we, we, we know. We, okay, we strongly suspect. We There's don't. a strong suspicion within the fall. He's been he's gone up to Liverpool to see his old team, right? And he's got shot on an estate in Liverpool. You try and tell me that's not drug related. You, <laughs> you can't. Not, you just made up your own scenario. You're gonna okay, lose a lot. He's in Brighton. He's in Brighton. He's You're losing shot. a tell lot of points for assuming from your audacity to make your own scenario and then put, to try and shield on Colo Torre and this sort of and this setup. So he's one. my rogue cop. No, he'd be a good rogue cop as well, I think. Like, you don't know what that bloke's doing. Like, he's a rare geezer. He's he doing all sorts. Like, don't you remember the story when he went to his first um, Arsenal training session and he absolutely just, I think he injured someone he's like Dennis Bergkamp or someone. Yeah. yeah. Like, someone integral to him. Like, he does not give a fuck, Colo Torre. He will, if Tony Adams, like, if Tony Adams is trying to do things by the book, but Colo Torre sees something else and needs doing, Colo Torre is, is doing it. He's taking no prisoners. He's exactly what this team needs. You'll see, it stands out a bit now, but as we go, you'll see that he sort of balances out and gels with the rest of the team. Okay, oh, so who's, who's your second, right. who's your straight man? So my straight man is just a nothing man. Like, who even is this guy? You love me, Fraser, because I always pick a bit of a random player. I've gone slightly less obscure this time, but still just like, just a nothing bloke. He's like, if Bristol City was a man, that's Tom a terrible. That's, re- that's a really bad example. Bristol City is like a. It's not a nothing club. It's like a. They're all over the place. No, nah, they've done. They've just been, they've just been mid-table championship my whole life. I no, swear they got no, promoted from they're, third they're, tier in like 2010, and they've so done nothing they are, since. They are. They are a mid-table championship club that drink that drink side and love the Wurzels. How's that? How's that nothing club? Are you they're telling me the Wurzels are nothing bad? Is that what you're telling me? 
Anyway, no, okay, no, 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 bad I'll, example. Answer the question. Are, are you saying the Wurzels are, are nothing oh. bad? Oh, I'll give it a rest, man. Like the, the main rivals have a pirate on their badge. They're much cooler. I might actually win a week. No, I, like, do you know how, Tom, do you know how nothing Bristol? Do you know how Tom nothing Kay Bristol City pick. are? Do you know how bad Bristol? How nothing Bristol City are? I saw their team coach the other week on the telly, and I thought it was a Froome Town coach. That's such a niche sort of thing to say. That's how little I think of Bristol City. Right. Okay. So anyway, the did, did you even did you even hear my pick? Yeah, Tom Kearney, rubbish. Um, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. No. That's, um. I think like you, so your straight manager's picks are a random footballer because you thought you'd try and get points for like being unique. Wrong. I wasn't Fair unique. He was actually pick. the second person I thought of. Isn't really? Yeah. Then, your first, your first thought the last few weeks have been Asmir Begovic. And oh, who was the other one? Oh. oh. He was Irish, wasn't he? He played for Everton, didn't he? I can't someone, even think. It was someone really random. It was obscure. Like, Tom Coy and Kenny's nowhere near as obscure as those guys. Yeah. I just wanted to think of someone who's just mundane. Okay. And, like, what does Tom Kenny... I don't even know if he plays for Fulham anymore. But and is, Fulham are pretty mundane, is it? Like, but, it just doesn't get much more than mundane. Like, Fez, house. do you remember the year we used to collect um, Panini stickers? Yeah. Like, I swear, like, we all had, like, ten Tom Kearneys each. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just a random bloke. But how, how's him just being mundane going to help you solve the crime? Because he offsets Colo Torre's mentalness. He's the tonic to Colo Torre's just all over the place. You may as well just put, like, ADHD meds or something, rather than Tom Kearney. <laughs> well, I think Tom Kearney fits. If you ignore who my rogue cop is... I think, and there is another rogue cop as well who almost became my rogue cop, but I think he just knows a little bit more about the criminal mind. Um, <laughs> so you'll hear him later on. Um, but yeah, I think Tom Kearney, if you just take him in isolation and say he's a straight cop, he fits that mould perfectly. You know, like when you watch the cop dramas and there's always like the one guy that's in like training and he's like, oh, we can't do that. It's not, it says in the manual. Like he's that bloke. Okay. Uh, Fez, who is your pick number, pick number four now? Yeah, my I've gone with forensics because I saved the spokesperson till last. But my forensics is a man who's good with his hands. He unfortunately has been in hospital lately, but he's a Man United legend, a Dutch hero, Edwin van der Sar. Oh, we can't have him every week. We don't, we've never had him. We had him last week. He was my director. He was my team principal. Oh, of course it was, yeah, sorry. Um, Again, this issue of you seem to quite be good with your hands just being good at everything, Fez. <laughs> no, that's not true because all I've done, that's right. Minus him, okay. I had Petr Cech last week as the uh, chief engineer. No, I do think a forensics person does need to be good with their hands. Yeah. Also, as it strengthens my case, it actually doesn't strengthen my case. He's pretty poor with his hands, but he's also a goalkeeper. Yeah, but it's good with your hands and forensics is just having like a steady hand rather than having to like juggle lumps of hair. You want to be like be able to just put something somewhere. You don't need exceptional handsight. What you need to be good. No, free, free Edwin van der Sar was a safe pair of hands. Let's be real. No, no, I'm not Let's saying. That. I'm, I'm just saying. At what point in forensics we need to juggle some hair? But we need someone to just move something into a pot and then read data. Yeah, I think he'd be great. Yeah, at it. yeah thank you, James. I'm defending. You've got you. You're being so anti fez's pick. You've actually got me defending it. I, I <laughs> yeah, chief. I, I, sh- I shouldn't say anything until we hear Jimmy's pick. What you got, mate? Right, so I've gone similar to Fez. I've gone safer hands, but I've given it a little bit more thought. 
So this man actually has a degree, and not a degree in anything, a degree in law. Just let that sink in. A degree in law. We need a man to solve a case. Okay, it's not maybe he's not the best at investigating, but when we go to charge this bloke, right? He's right there. And he's in my forensics team because he's intelligent and he's good with his hands. Simon Mignolet. Sorry, yep. good with his hands, and you've proceeded to say Simon Mignolet. You I did right. say earlier that he's not that he's just a goalkeeper, he's probably not very good with his hands. But yeah, let's just take the, the fact that he's intelligent, so he's probably gonna be if anyone can learn forensics, it's him. And then when we get to the next stage and we have to pass it on to the prosecutors and whatever else, he's gonna just know exactly, exactly what to tell him. He could probably even double up in this role as a prosecutor. Wow. Yeah, safe. It's- it's not a bad, not again. It's not a bad shout. It's not a bad shout yeah. at all. It's not a bad shout. Okay, so your Fez, your final pick. My final pick. He's a spokesperson. I reckon he's 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 one of those old school coppers. You know, we'll go for a pint after work or Tony Adams esque, if you will. Tony Adams esque. Yeah, it will crack along well with the team. I think he'll generally. I think he's got a great. I think he's a good crowd pleaser. You know, I think he's got a. He, well, he, I know he's got a deep voice, and I, he's passionate about what he does. And I've gone with Neil Ruddock. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Neil Ruddock. You got Fraser Ruddock as your police spokesman. I can't imagine. Did you not see? He gets rattled. So, do you remember when Paul Merson said he, that, that he was a gambling addict? And he fucking like just leaves his missus in the restaurant with him. Yeah, but then just just just, just a quick one, Fez. So you want Neil Ruddock as like a serial? You want Neil, as a spokesperson? You got to announce the murder. And so James Miller's been dead. He's lying. The, well, James Miller's been shot. Sorry, he's lying <laughs> on the ground. And you, what you got is okay. Who's going to come out? Preston No, Razor Ruddock. Yeah. All right, all right lads. Mills going to be shot. We'll get the bugger. Yeah. Welcome to Bet365. (laughs) (laughs) Get your odds on. Nah. The world's favourite online betting company. Arrest them, you slag. (laughs) Take your bets on who's just shot James Milner. Was it A, a drug-related crime? Right, are you telling me? Are you telling me that you would have, like, clipped that as one of, like, as, like, a ringtone of different... (laughs) Get him, you slag. Yeah, but I feel like like we want someone... We want him to solve the crime, don't we? We want someone that can actually do the job. No, because the investigators do that part. I've got Joey Barton and Frank Lampard doing that part, mate. Neil Ruddock is literally just spokesperson. Goes out to the press and goes, it was him, that silly slag. Milner's dead. He's been shot. He's now brown bread. So you, your idea is to sort of like uh, humorise investigations, like make it into sort of, sort of take off people's minds. But yeah. relax, relax people by putting Razor Ruddock in front of the audience. You so are like, really... Why, you just decide whether you like or dislike a pick based on the name, and then you try to aid or completely shit on whoever suggested it <laughs> based on your own personal opinion. Based. Yeah, so, I'm not going to lie, Jim. Uh, that's called judging. Which no. Which is my role no. as the person... You're trying to it. help. You're, you're, if, you, if you like a pick and that person like... Fez made a good Joey Barton pick, but absolutely shat up the explanation. Went, oh, yeah, he's good at, good at, you don't know the criminal mind as well. And Fez went, no. <laughs> and you still took it. Yeah, no, Shocking. That's, that's the thing as a judge. I'm, I'm here to sort of bring my opinions to the matter. I'm not just going to sort of, what do you want me to do? Oh, he's going to raise, all right, next. 
Which well, like, I've got to give, I've got well, to give, I've got to give gravity to, to that. Yeah, but you don't, you don't, you don't really pick apart the explanation. You just sort of, or you like, you help him too much. You don't leave it anyway. anyway that's go just on, my go, go, go on, Jim. Who's your, who's your final person? Right, my final person. He was originally my rogue cop because he spent a bit of time behind bars. But I've decided that he's going to be, he's kind of my rogue cop, but he's also just the man that knows the criminal mind better than anyone else. He's currently in jail, so we might have to get him out for the investigation. (laughs) (laughs) It's Big Adam Johnson. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. No. Who better? He'll have some. He'll have connections on the inside. No. He might be able to find out some information that oh, the other no. guys can't. He'll have mates on the inside. Oh, I've Jim, seen no problem Jim, with it. And you done so well taking the moral high ground from Mason Greenwood last week, and you done this. <laughs> what? Oh my word! I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Well, no, 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 no. I don't think there's anything wrong with picking him as a man who knows the criminal mind. I'm not endorsing what he did. I'm just saying, if James Milner got shot, I'd want him on the team. I'll give you mine, sort of as, as sort of the baseline to what I was thinking. And then we'll go for over a winner. So, sim- yeah, similar to you, Jim, I've sort of gone for people who understand the criminal mind. And I've gone for people who, if this was to happen in their city, would have loads of connections with the um, underworld there. Um, that being said, I've gone Joe Barton. Yeah, maybe have to tap up the um, you know, the scouts underworld and big Duncan Ferguson as well. Duncan Ferguson, yeah, and also great Duncan shot. Ferguson doubles up as my sort of bad cop in a, in in the, in the interrogation room if it, if it yeah. comes to that. Big Dunks be there. Gabby the only man Roy Keane's scared of. Exactly, and also both of them, both of them serve time. Yeah, both yeah, great both. shout, great shouts. Yeah, so, so it's I, easier I, when you have more time to think about it. Know, it is I, I, easier when. And I, I've gone from full. I've gone people who have served in prison without going to paedophiles. <laughs> well, I wanted someone who's in there like fresh, so he's going to know the crimes just happened. I don't need people that were in prison with Joey Barton like 15 years ago. I want the guys on the inside now. Right. Okay. Um, and also for the interrogation and sort of outside the box thinking, um, because you need that in an investigation. I've gone, you need a nice guy who thinks that's the box. I think I said this on last week's, you need Peter Crouch to play good cop, play the straight man. Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe puts a few laughs in there as well. Who knows? Uh... Thank you, Jim. And then I thought, what you really need is an analytics guy. You need a person who can see patterns. You need a guy who's appeared on, let's be honest, the hallmark of intelligence countdown. Not only appeared oh. in it, won it three times. I've gone former Burnley, former Watford player, Clark Carlisle, former peer, former PFA chairman as well. Intelligent oh, he bloke. Him as my, it was between him or Simon Mignolet. Yeah, Clark Carlisle, intelligent, intelligent bloke. Yeah, then, good pick. And then finally, someone's been shot. James Milner has been shot. So you need some, you someone ideally who can be a witness, somebody who can go. Actually, I don't. Who just happens to have been there? Someone who can identify someone and go, oh, by the way, easy to have investigation. The other four... No, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. I couldn't add things to the scenario, but you can just decide that this person happened to be there when the crime happened. I can start again. You can have any five. We've solved the crime. Fucking someone no, saw it. No, this makes... This, this, this is no, a pointless Jim, exercise. Jim, if someone makes, was there, Jim, this, this is a complete sense. waste of time. Jim, this makes sense. Trust me, this makes sense. You need someone who's there 
someone who's seen the entire thing and can just go, they shot me. I've gone James Milner. <laughs> oh, you shit house. James oh, Milner has off. been shot. He's fuck not off. dead, you silly pricks. James fuck Milner off. was off to bed. She could turn around and go, it was him. Investigation solved. Was it a trick question all along then? Yep. And um, <laughs> thank you very much, Ben. So, in, in terms of the results. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not having, no, not happy I'm that. not happy with that either, Fez, to be well, honest. I think he's lost all credibility to judge. I think we just have to give it as a draw for me and you this week. Well, no, I think my team's better than yours. Well, no, I think uh, my team's hold, much hold better on, than hold yours. On your, hold on your horses. So, if uh, Rosa picks your team again after I've had some amazing shouts sorry, over the last Sorry, I haven't won one yet, you tit. Oh, good, because you're fucking shocking, mate. The key for me, oh, actually, no, I'm going to do it like Jimmy did last week, do it like... Who's better like for position. like, yeah, like yeah. for like positions. Do you want me to give you my people and my roles again? No, just give me a criminal expert. Oh no, it was um, Dre, it was um, Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson. Oh, yeah, I, forgot, yeah. I didn't write it down because I was going to just completely disregard it. Right. What? So. I think that's a clippable moment. That is. I think oh, we've done oh, well there. It's very clippable. Don't you worry, mate. Is it winnable though? That's the question. It should be. First of all, spokesperson, cut open a shut case. Tony Adams wins it. Yes. Second one, forensics. Edmund van der Sar wins it. No, no. Sorry, he's got a degree. Got a degree. Fraser's got a degree. Doesn't mean he's fucking good at making anything, does it? He's more intelligent than both of us. You know, actually, no. I, I take that back. Simon Minier oh. wins it. Don't oh, worry. Thanks, Don't Thank worry, Fez. It doesn't affect the overall results. I've just done oh, that. Have I lost all of the next three then? Frank Lampard, Joe Barton are so much better than Kodo Torre and Tom Kearney. So much better. And then there were laid up between Jordan Henderson, who's mates of James Milner, or Adam Johnson, who's in prison. So, <laughs> yeah, so there's a clear winner. You can't have the person who's mates with the fucking murderer. That's you police one You can't have a fucking paedophile on your team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jimmy, no, I'm not having this. Jimmy, I'm not having this. You've let yourself down. You let the podcast down by picking that. You've really, really let yourself down. Fez takes it. Jimmy, are you supporting paedophiles? Well done. I'm. Li- I'm not support. I don't endorse what he did, but like, at least he's going to get some knowledge. Maybe you want to give. You want to get him paid work though. I didn't say I was paying him. <laughs> shocking, mate. Really, I'm really, not, really no, way, is, I'm, no, way, this I'm is actually the Fraser's James Milner pick. No, but it doesn't affect anything, so like we can move on. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually livid. I'm not going to be in a good mood for the rest of the pod now. That's a shame. No one cares. Oh, that's right. Pick, yeah, pick a paedophile and see what happens. Yeah, and that is. Uh, and that's just, that's that's just is, fucking virtue signaling that phrase. And that is, that is you're just trying to you're just trying to endear yourself to all the left wing pricks out there, mate. Ooh, ooh, we can't go around touching children. Well, Adam Johnson did it. <laughs> <laughs> right, and how quickly can Jimmy lose his job as a non-league football writer? Oh no, this is the this is the published journalist. Oh no, he's losing his job. Human. <laughs> She said she was 12. She said she was. I'm going to lose my job. I'm panicking. So, and that was potentially the last ever episode of Fancy Fives. <laughs> last ever episode of the Concourse Club as well. Yep. Until we get Just... sent away to Siberia. I'm going to have a new cellmate next week. <laughs> Big Adam Johnson. <laughs> oh, no. Right, Fucking so. Hell. 
now we move on to Aka Chatter. This is the segment of the show in which we te- we pick five Premier League. Not pro- oh, what we're chatting about, not Premier League, in which we pick five games for the weekend and uh, pick the accumulator using them. I've done that really poorly. Um, last week, we had a winner. We did. We had a winner. Me. Shoot, just went to second place on the table. Well, it wasn't difficult. Nope. I'm... You just you just have to win a week and you look you're incredible, basically. I'm the only one not to win. You sure. are. And that's not going to change this week. Um, well, I must admit, I got lucky last week because Dortmund won it in the 86th minute, I think it was. With Marlon scoring a goal. So. Why? Yeah, you love a little German flatter, don't you? Well, I've got another one. Oh, of course you have. Right, as I can hear his papers rustling, we'll start with Jimmy. Right, Jimmy, so I've gone, I've made my fatal mistake again. I've backed the early kickoff. Was it HMP Durham to win, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a really tricky winger, mate. Right, go on, mate. Um, so I've gone for the 12.30 kickoff in the Premier League. I'm back in Tottenham. I said in the unreleased episode of the podcast, didn't I? I predicted everything that's happening about Ange Ball now. You did. I did, and I'm backing him all the way to the hilt now. So Tottenham to beat Bournemouth. Um, I've got Arsenal to beat Fulham. That should really be a routine win for for Arsenal. And then this is the one that the odds are swing a little bit more like towards being better, makes the bet worthwhile. I've got Ipswich to beat Leeds, and if they do, that'll be a real statement for Ipswich. But I think they've had some. I've, they're like doing quite well, aren't they, this season? They've had some decent results. So yeah, very well, yeah. Should happen, yeah. I've got this should be the most routine win of all routine wins. If Leicester go from winning the FA Cup to within what two, three years losing to Rotherham, like Joey Jamie Vardy just needs to chuck his medals in the bin, chuck his prem in the bin, chuck his FA Cup in the bin. That would be embarrassing. He better fucking hope he beats Rotherham at the weekend. Um, and then my final one of the weekend is Big David McGoldrick's Notts County to beat Tranmere. Is that where he is now? From... Sorry? Is that where he is now? I believe so, yeah. Oh, I think nice. he was their statement sign and he wanted to retire there. So, um, Because those unwashed lot from Birkenhead probably deserve to lose every match. Excellent. Um, yeah, so, I was yeah. The, your, your risk on there is, is Ipswich beating Leeds, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think they could do it. I think it's more likely to be a draw. Um, just Leeds look like lost. But if they're going to win any game, it, it probably this would be a good one for them to sort of get the fans back on side. Um, and that has potential returns of twelve pound sixty-two. Yeah, it's because you you think Leeds would um you think Leeds would turn up this game. This is this is their this should be the kickstart of their season. I would expect so. If this was at Elland Road, I'd be way more nervous. But it's at Portman Road, so I'm a. I'm, I think the Ipswich fans are going to be right up for it. Like this could, this would be seen as a scalp for them. Oh, big, and this would be like, time, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'll be really up for it. So that's why I've put that one in there. Nice one, mate. Uh, so I'd probably say more thought gone into this hacker than any of my hackers for a long time. <laughs> Go on, Fez. Hit us up with yours. Um, so once again, I like a German team. This time, I have starting on Friday. Old. So I've gone with RB Leipzig to beat Stuttgart. And like Jim, I've gone with Ipswich to beat Leeds. Followed Ooh. by my, my the one I thought could be hit or miss and make or break me. 
I've gone with Wolves to beat Everton. Wow, that's huge. That's it. That's already. I would say that's already a relegation six pointer. Yeah, yeah no, that's I'd, what I mean. I'd agree. With that, and yeah. I think I've gone with Man United to beat Nottingham Forest and Man City to beat Sheffield United. Those odds yeah. are coming in at sixteen point sixteen to one. So, both, so if sorry, if Leeds beat, if if Ipswich failed to beat Leeds, Fraser is absolutely laughing. Yes. Oh, I don't know, cause, no, because his other three might not come in. Other four, sorry, might not come in. Okay, but it, needs, it, it shits both of ours off at once. Like that's, I think that might be the first time we've had two people have the same game, is it not? No, I mean, I think one week me and Fez both had Rangers. Oh, we, oh, me and Fez have had Rangers a couple of times, haven't we? Yes, you have. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think I think Wolves Everton. I think Everton just looked completely pony the other day, and obviously with no striker now, Calvert Lewin getting injured again. Wolves yeah. actually look okay. Yeah, they didn't look like the United game we watched together, didn't we? And they looked, they, they looked, looked like average. a possible Premier League side. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Everton just looked completely in the mud. So I think that I've got two questionable ones with Ipswich and Leeds. Like you say, I think Leeds need to perform this week. Um, otherwise, I think they could be not in trouble, but I, I, I can see them struggling to sort of build any momentum. Um, but I like the way Ipswich are playing at the moment so far this season. Yeah. If they win um, as well big promotion contenders like should yeah. be making playoffs if they can beat Leeds yeah exactly and I think yeah I think the other obviously the, other, the obvious one is Wolves Everton which I, I was tempted to put as a draw but I like winners yeah I never really put draws in my hackers I, I feel it's just, wrong. yeah it just doesn't feel right does it like back somebody yeah exactly Go right, on, Fraser do you want to give us give us hitters with yours yeah, we'd love to, mate. Um, there are some I'm, obscure games in Scotland. Go on. I'll go to number two. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ignore your last jibe and leave party at Queen's Park at the end. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, I'll go... I've got Rangers beat Ross County. Um, seems like fairly standard from my part. Um, I've got Bath to beat Hampton and Richmond. For oh, fuck's sake. Why is that for fuck's sake? Just, I love, like, me and Fez go, or no, to be fair, I sometimes put some random ones in there, but yours are always, like, all over the Football League. And different <laughs> yeah. Well, at least I didn't do what you done last week, just gone international. I didn't, like, scour the odds, but what was your mould to win, didn't you? Like, mould to win last week, didn't you? I basically had any big team I'd heard of that was playing a team I hadn't heard of. I just backed the team I'd heard of to yeah, win. At least, at least mine's based on vague knowledge rather than just hitting hopes. Who were Bath playing, sorry? Hampton and Richmond. Hampton and Richmond. Okay. I've then got Linfield to beat Carrick. Carrick Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Yep, standard. Shout out Harry McDowell. Isn't he a Cole Rain fan? <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Shout out Harry anyway, though. No, let's cut that. That's embarrassing. Nope. And, he's um, a Chelsea fan, though, so he's part of the Blues Brothers, so it does count. Um, I've then got Bradford to beat Crew. Uh, the aforementioned Partick Bissell to beat Queen's Park. And that comes in 7.6121, which makes is that the, it? Yeah, I know. So that is the... What do you mean is that it? I've got the certs, mate. Was it £7.36? 61. Oh. <laughs> seven, wait, £7.61 or £61? £7.61. Seven, yeah, still not great. Yeah, no. But it's still the lowest to speak. And if, if it comes through, puts you second. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yes, yeah, so that was Aka Chatter. Uh, we now move on to any other business. This is the section of the show where we 
talk about anything else in the footballing world that has piqued their interest, piqued their interest, piqued their interest over the weeks. Anyone got anything for the segment? So I thought I'd lead with something that I think we'll all have opinions on. Uh, che Adams potentially to Everton. What do we think? Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see him stay at Saints because I think he started off well again in the Championship. But obviously I've, I can appreciate that he's probably probably better than the league that we're in. But is it worth him leaving to a team like Everton where there's a good chance that he could just be back there next year? Um, probably not, but then why wouldn't some some other Premier League club pick him up? You know, I think Everton need a striker. They can't get anyone else because people realise that, you know, good players aren't going to go to them. I think they'll struggle to find anyone else because Calvert-Lewin is very injury prone. He's made of glass. Um, so I think Shea's probably a safe safe bet. And he suits um, Sean Dodge. From an Everton perspective, it absolutely makes sense. Completely makes sense. Um, from a Saints perspective, I, I know his contract expiring next season. You risk losing him on a free. But unless you can bring someone in that you know is going to have that goal return in the championship, I think it's far too... Saints have looked a much better side when he's been up top. Yeah. He's just a much more complete forward than anything else Saints have. Yeah. Like, I just I don't think it's worth losing I don't must admit. Because I, I think if Saints get promoted... Adam Armstrong is a 10, actually, works, by the way. He played as a bloody 8, didn't he, at Plymouth? He did, no, yeah. he, he, was, he was like an advanced 8, to be fair to him. But, yeah, I think... Um, yeah, Che Adams, if Saints get promoted, he'll be signing a contract anyway. So, if you're Saints, fucking back yourselves. Yeah. Unless, well, unless he's doing they, some dodgy stuff in January, but I can't see... would have said that if he stays beyond August... If he stays beyond August, then um, they'll renew talks with the contract. Yeah. Just yeah, just natural business that isn't it? But yeah, any thoughts, Fraser, or not really? I think it'll come down to I don't I don't think Southampton will have a say in it at all. Um, I think it will be a case of if a if a big comes in, he kicks up another first, he's gone. Um, okay, no. different question then. What do you both think good value for Che Adams is? Like, what do you think if you're if you're director of football at Southampton, what number is having to pop up on your screen for you to go? That's the one. Let him go. 25 mil. 25? 25, 25, yeah. But That's I'll, high. I'll, I'll probably take, I might take 20. If it's the end uh, of the window, yeah. if it's end of the window, like last transfer day, I'll take 20. Okay. You, Fez? Um, I must admit, I think, no, no, I'm not, I think 15 million for a player who's only got 11 months effectively left on his contract, who, as a premier, if it, like, I, I I appreciate that we need players in the championship who are going to get you goals, but on the flip side of it is, can you find another championship striker for 15 million? Probably. Good point. Good point. For me, I'm going to go right down the middle. I think 17.5 mil. Yeah. Is about what I would want. Um, And then in terms of any other business, I've got a slightly more obscure one that popped up on my Twitter feed this morning. Here we go. Jota, who left Celtic this summer for big money, 25 mil. He's getting released, isn't he? Yeah. Like, that's bizarre. Like, they've got too, basically too many foreign players. And they've yeah. got, I can't remember who it is, but they've got some, like, pretty, like a pretty stacked squad of the other three foreign blokes. Yeah, they've got Ronaldo. Uh, oh, no, sorry. It was... Um, no, it's it's Alatad, it? isn't it? So it's the one with Benzema, Kante. Benzema, Kante, Kante Fafan. That's the one. 
So they spent 25 mil on this bloke. It's uh, it's absolutely that's this that's the strangest thing they've done all because he looked like just a sensible bit of business from it, like a Saudi Arabian club that yeah. had spare. He was the only one where I was like, kind of kind of makes sense. Yeah, right. Like just a just a normal sort of transfer. Just, but yeah. Just, just imagine your club so stable you can spend twenty five million pounds on a player and release and not even think about it. Like it's crazy. He's, the, the, there's always been option of can they send him out on loan? But by sounds better. No, no one's gone for it. No. I'm going to be, if Celtic get him back on a free, I will be fucking livid. If they've just walked their way into a free 25 mil, which is essentially like, for a Scottish club, it's the same amount as qualifying for the Champions League there or thereabouts. Like, if they've just got a season's worth of Champions League money for free, I'll be fucking livid. Livid. Um, Next bit of business. Can we all just say people who are listening you laughed at us before but who's laughing now Moyes Casado Chelsea West Ham what was going on it was fucking shocking wasn't he stinking absolutely stink the gaff out he looked lost. Yeah, but... he looked really really lost out there yeah but Ward Prowse obviously our ex-man getting, a, getting an assist or two wasn't it yeah two assists in the end it's crazy what happens when it's not bloody Jan Benrecking fucking Jack Stevens on the end of his set pieces isn't it yeah when you actually got a centre half who wants to attack the ball it's amazing what a <laughs> set piece specialist can do I still maintain that I thought Will Smallbone was better is better, was better at corners in the Norwich game than anything I've seen for Ward-Prowse in years like no no that sounds worse than it is I think Ward-Prowse is very good at free kicks but his corners I thought left a little bit to be desired yeah, when he was at Saints because we didn't have anyone who would take Yeah, in hindsight, through. that was probably what it was. Have you, have like, you it was amazing. surprised me in that game, though? Raheem Sterling, outstanding. He looks like I thought he was very good, yeah. He, he looks like he's finally found his feet at Chelsea. Yeah. I think I think that concludes this week's episode, boys. Oh, Is there anything else? How did Gilliam do this week? I don't know. Shall I look it up? Yeah. I almost put them on my acker, but I didn't want to tempt fate. I, didn't, I think I was half tempted, but I, I didn't want to lose. If they had an undefeated start to the season, <laughs> I look at the league. They're first. They've won every game. I think. Let me find League Two table. Yeah, played four, one four. Oh fuck off! Goals four, four. Goals they beat Corey, a bit Corey no, They've won every game one now. Mate, what about Wrexham as well? Pulling it back to five all. They were four one down. That was ridiculous. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the sort of the ideas behind it. Like, why would you put a team actually so attacking against a top end League Two team? Isn't it nuts? And uh, the other one was um, the cycling GK giving his retirement after four games. And yeah, Ben Foster. Oh, I thought that was. I suppose it's nice they done it. That he done it before the end of the window. I think that's positive. But like, surely, right. you, surely you would have seen the right on the wall. Yeah, he must have known pre-season, like, I'm not up to this. But he was taking, like, if you listen to his podcast, when they were, like, asking him, like, why have you joined Wrexham? A lot of it was, but I'd have to go to training as much. Like, he was very much treating it as, like, I don't know, a 60-year-old who drives the fucking train on the Hythe Pier treats his retirement job. Like, yeah. it's just a hobby to pass the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. he was fully checked out of football, pretty much, I would say. He was checked out by the time he left Watford, really. Yeah, but it just shows you how quickly the level, like, two years ago, 
three years ago, he's playing regularly top end championship football as a goalkeeper, not looking out of place. And if you just not don't stay on top of your fitness levels or or desire or whatever it is, I think it's, I think it's I think it's just off. his personal desire, isn't it? Like it's just, exactly. He but it, just, it just shows the mentality that you have to have at the top, and how yeah. quickly that just a slight change in mentality can affect your ability. In other news, Wrexham have scored thirteen and conceded thirteen as well, and on five points. That is fucking oh, yeah. in four games. Yeah, it's stupid. It's just it's ridiculous. You cannot go as a new promoter side into that league and be as sort of laissez faire as they are. No, it's just, good to watch though. I imagine. Yeah, imagine is imagine Brexit fans don't think that. Like, how would you feel if you were a Gillingham fan right now? You're top of the league, played and four you, one four, goal difference of four, no goals conceded. Go just yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's probably. But if you if you go up, you're not going to get how much. You know, if no, you, if you, you don't care, and if you miss out, if you're gonna, if you miss out on automatics, then yeah, you make the I've just thought what makes it worse. They've scored like nearly half their goals this season in competitive fixtures against Southampton. Oh fuck's sake! Oh no! <laughs> Shocking! Well, Gillingham. Oh yeah, thank team, you for tuning into the concourse club. Team, team of the um. Oh yeah. So the last few weeks we've been following. Uh, team, the team of the podcast, Clatsvig, uh, um from the Faroe Islands. Hey, How did they, on, did they drop into the Conference League or the Europa League qualifiers? They're in the Europa, they're they? Europa League qualifiers now. Obviously, last week, yeah. last Europe, I, um, I reported of their loss to Mulder yeah. in extra time. I then disowned them from the podcast and I was wrong to do so. I'd like to apologise to both the Clatsvig fans and... Um, and I had a supporter in their game against FC Sheriff of Moldova on um, Thursday night. Oh, oh big game. I might tune in for that. Is it on BT? And I've just realised we put this out on Friday, so the result would have already happened. So congratulations to Claxfit for winning last night. Or congratulations to Claxfit. You, try, you tried hard, lads, but to higher opposition. There's always next week. Exactly. Exactly. Does this mean they've automatic? Yeah, it's playoff rounds. They've qualified for the Conference League. Yeah, the Conference League. Yeah. So they can remain the team of the podcast for potentially a little while. Oh, they 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 are this this we're gonna make. We have to take um we're gonna run with this for a while. Yeah. Lads, should we do a little Euro trip? Should we oh, go okay. see FC? What what league? What league do they? How long? How much does it cost to go to the Faroe Islands? Get it up, someone. Get it up. I don't what, know, they, whilst you do that. Fifth, fifth Pro have just released a statement about our wanker of the week. Get in there. How have they? Go on. Fifth, fifth Pro fully endorses the statement of Spanish player union, Spanish player union AFE in calling for immediate action to address the conduct of Spanish Federation President Luis Rubiales at the FIFA Women's World Cup final. It was deeply uh, limitable that such a special moment for the players of the Spain national team should be stained by inappropriate conduct of an individual in a role carrying so much responsibility and what? uninvited physical physical approaches towards players are not appropriate or acceptable especially not when they are put in a position of vulnerability by a person who holds a position of workplace power so in other words fifth pro are just going to go fucking nuts on this Louis Rubiales and get him completely gone from the Spanish FA. That's brilliant. So not only is he, is he our wanker of the week, he is the Spanish FA's lost wanker of the week. Yes. Well, yeah, fair enough. And um, congratulations to um, I can't remember his name, Luis Rubiales, is it? Yeah. 
yeah, for being the Lost Wanker of the Week in addition to the podcast Wanker of the Week. Um, Jim, flights to Claxton. I'm still looking up flights to Faroe Island. I went on Skyscanner. There was no London airports with flights to Faroe Island. You're joking. Um, let me keep looking. Flights no, I'm, I'm, to I'm on it now. Faroe Islands from UK. Yeah, no, you, you can get from London for 200, 200 quid. From London Heathrow to Faroe Islands from £88. Hey? £87, I've just found. Are yes! Looking, are you looking at returns? Uh, probably not, no. I've, I've found returns in October about 100 and... Yeah, the 200 boys, and £30. Boys, I think we do something completely stupid and go to the Faroe Islands and watch FC Glasvick. Yeah, classic fans. I think we buy a scarf at least. Oh, we go buy a scarf. Yeah, go buy a scarf. Team podcast, as we all know. I'm I'm down for this. Yeah, I'm down. I'm genuinely down. The Catswick fans, we are coming. I we have to be there. The first official Concourse Club tour. What they need is a bang average British podcast to come over and really show football. Mate, I reckon this could be our first our first vlog on the TikTok. You know. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Concourse Club once again. We hope you see you soon. Enjoy the TikToks, enjoy the Twitter, enjoy the YouTube shorts, and we'll see you next week.